Oh, listen, guys, it's the end of Tuesday. It's been quite entertaining here. I'm a little bit tired, and I have met a whole bunch of people today. They're all having beers downstairs, and I found somebody that was, um, well, interested enough in talking to me about, well, you'll find out in a minute, uh, not to have a beer. So that's going beyond the call of duty. Ruth Bird, thank you very much. <laughs> Pleasure to be here. Listen, lovely, I'm glad we got to catch up. You, you, I, I wanted to speak to you today because you've done a couple of things. Actually, you've crossed paths with me. You and I have done a few di- similar things over the years, but you've got a couple of interesting things to your job, and I wanted to hear a bit about them. But first of all, tell us, like, what's your main sort of day job? So my day job is anaesthetics, yep. um, and I did that from an early stage in my career and discovered that I liked giving one-to-one care. Um, I liked having that autonomy. I liked having that rapport with the patient, uh, and I liked building on those specialist skills. Fantastic. And so where has this brought you so far? I mean, where did you do your training? So I trained at Barts and the London Medical School, uh, qualified in 2009, and from there took up my house job at the Royal London Hospital. Excellent. And uh, I I trained, uh, part of my training was at the Royal London at Barts, and I know know the scene. Uh, Things have been rather different, though, because that whole new new hospital that's there, that wasn't there when I was there. No, it wasn't there when I started. Oh, right, okay, so we're still building it. No, so I started off in the old hospital and progressed through my career to the new hospital. Look, it's a bit of an aside, but remember there used to be those epic, terrible medical student houses called Diastole and Sistole? Are they still there? Um, I don't, I'm not familiar with those names, okay, so I good, suspect good. they're uh, long gone. It's better for society if they're <laughs> gone, guys. I can tell you that much for free. Everything that was wrong about medical studentism was going on in those houses. <laughs> anyway, so the London is basically all big, nice and shiny and new and so on. Same characters. Hems are still on the roof. Yeah, absolutely. Same and, people are there. Okay, and you have an interest in things like hems, don't you? Yeah, so my interest within anaesthetics is... Uh, trauma it suits my attention span <laughs> I like uh, I like the people that, in, that are involved in trauma they've been people that have been inspiring in my career oh. so it's something I've kind of pursued and I like the crossover with the critical care and the A&E so for me it's the kind of perfect specialty cool and so you and I know you've been chasing that you've been you've actually sought out this sort of work and you've done something really quite you're doing something quite funny now which is that you're working for Fulham Football Club yeah, so I got involved in uh, the crowd medical side of things because I was interested in getting my foot in the door for pre-hospital care. Yeah. And it, it can be difficult to do at an early stage in your career, and that was kind of my way in. Mm. So I did a lot of the courses that you'd be expected to do. I did ATLS, I did PHTLS, I did MIMS. Yeah. And I met people through that that were doing things that I wanted to do. Yeah. And I, I sort of offered my service and yeah. said, I'm interested in doing this, do you have any positions? And how easy was that to do? You have to be pretty motivated, so you yeah. have to ask around, you have to be prepared for the answer to be no, and you have to move mm-hmm. on to the next. I found, in when I went to Australia, I found the whole thing easier, getting into these other slightly interesting jobs. When I was in the UK, I found it a little bit harder, and you know, it's, and you worked in Australia as well, didn't you? Yeah, I think from a Australian perspective, it, it's a smaller market compared to the UK. Yeah. There's a smaller number of doctors uh, offering a sim- similar number of services and events, so I yeah. think in that way it's sort of easier. And I think as a UK trainee, you you do hit the ground running. And if you're focused and know what you want to do, um, it's easier then to access another country and access another system. So how many years out of college are you? 2009, you said? Yeah, 2009 I qualified. So I'm coming up to my eighth year. Okay, cool. And anaesthetics, obviously highly competitive. How long is the training program in the UK at the moment? Um, So at core training, which is after your two foundation years, you can do either two years or three years. I chose to do the extra year because it gave me an extra six months of medicine and 
acutely and an extra six months of emergency medicine. Just like to point that out, guys. That's an, uh, somebody from the anaesthetic background that wanted to do some emergency medicine. <laughs> it does happen. And, okay. and I loved the six months I did. Yeah. And following that, you then do ST3 to ST7, so subsequent five years. Yeah. Okay, and that's ST stands for? Uh, uh, specialty. Specialty. Okay, specialty. Fantastic. Right. Now, but... So what age? What well, how age? How many years out were you when you started getting involved with the football thing? Uh, so I was in the middle of my core training, so okay. I'd done my foundation. Okay, so I mean, I find that very interesting because you actually have a very similar um, motivation to me in relation uh, how I ended up getting into pre-hospital care is because when I was at work, uh, particularly in some of the intensive care units I work in, it was essentially a giant big concrete box with no natural light. And let's face it, the vast majority of operating theatres are worse than that, aren't they? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I like being outside. I like sport. And to be able to combine the two is uh, something that makes my weekend something to look forward to, whilst allowing me to progress in the skills I need to pursue a career in trauma and pre-hospital anaesthetic. Cool. And so... Fulham, right, which if everybody doesn't know, it's, it's uh, first or second tier at the moment. It's in the second tier of the, it's just, just below the English Premier League, but it's been in the Premier League for most of the, the last 20 years, right? Yeah. And um, <clears throat> some fantastic players and stuff have come through. How oh, it's about 20, well, it must be about 30-something thousand in, it's not, yeah, is so it still Craven Cottage? It's, it's Craven Cottage, it's, it's, Cottage. Yeah. it's uh, 26,000 capacity and they're increasing to 31,000 in the near future. Okay. And no longer owned by, uh, was it Mohammed? Fire, yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. Um, I can't remember who it's yeah, owned yes, I lo- love the fact that you don't know. That's brilliant. <laughs> okay, and so basically you've got 26,000 people. What happens when you're basically doing crowd control? Because we all know kind of we got an idea what the guy on the pitch does. Mike, Mike Cadigan does it for the Wallabies and so on. You know, you run out and, in fact, there's been a, a bit of um, celebrity action with um, Eva Carrera. Wasn't yeah, there, recently and so on. So that's kind of one side of it. So, But you don't have um, 13 guys to take care of. You've got 26,000 guys to take care of. 26,000. And you get everything that you would get in an A&E department. You've got a predominantly male, old male crowd, uh, and they will have heart attacks, they will have strokes, and people fall down, people get assaulted. So you need to be prepared to provide everything from uh, primary care. I I saw that you were here and I thought I'd nip in and see you because mm. I haven't been asked oh, to see yeah, my yeah. GP. Yeah, like that. Right up to cardiac arrests. Yeah. Um, how, how do you handle those care. guys? The GP aspect? Yeah. Um, I am not a GP. It's not my specialist area. And I think it's important in that role to know your limitations yeah, yeah. and know your strengths. So I think what I, is spotting the sick patients and knowing where these guys should go to access further information. You've done many fibre optic intubations at Fulham? <laughs> I have not done many fibre optic intubations at Fulham. I've done zero intubations at Fulham, yeah. thankfully. How, so how long, how many years have you been doing it? Uh, I'm in my fourth year at the moment. Of, cool, of all doing right. It. So, I mean, so you have a team. Is there, are you the sole doctor? So, for a match, I'm the sole doctor, but we're supported by the LAS Ambulance Service. Yeah, um, ambulance, yeah. Normally, there will be a nurse specialist, paramedic, and then a team of first aiders okay. who uh, volunteer for... So you get three full-on medics and then the normal... Yeah, medics, it, it so. depends on the on the yeah. category of the match and it depends on the crowd numbers. Okay. Uh, so there will be more or less of those. And are you directly employed by Fulham? Because like, this is quite curious. Or do you get supplied by another co- uh, subcontractor? Um, it's, it's variable. So some of the team are supplied directly by Fulham and some are subsidiaries okay. uh, from event medical companies yeah. who have the contract. Yeah, okay, cool. Which is great. I mean, so basically, you manage to get your, you know, you're getting outside and you're doing interesting stuff and things start happening. You just need to knock on some drawers and shake some hands and say hello to a lot of people. But you've done some other stuff as well. You've already, you're doing some motorsport, is that right? Yeah, so Fulham opened a few doors to me. The more you do in pre hospital care, the more people you meet. Uh, so I've subsequently done other football clubs, Arsenal, Millwall, um, 
Colchester, and that's got me into the motorsport world, which is another avenue of pre-hospital care with a a different dimension, really, because Mm. you're dealing with some quite serious trauma. So you're disease. you're on one of the response bikes or response cars that follows them, or uh, so I'm not a, I'm I'm not a motorcycle rider, and it's it's yeah. rather put me off. I enjoy watching it as a sport, yeah. but we're based on either corners of the track yeah. or uh, in the medical centre or in a fast response car yeah. Yeah. for the track. I did that in Australia myself. I actually really enjoyed it. Yeah, I yeah. think it's a rewarding thing. Again, you're working with a multidisciplinary team. It's a bit more of the sick unwell patient. Mm. Uh, dynamics and as a anaesthetist you then get to put into practice some of your anaesthetic skills yeah. within an environment of pre-hospital care. Have you ever had to intubate one of those guys? Uh, I haven't but I've been involved in, in the scenarios yeah, as a more junior. Yeah, so lots of people. Okay, cool. And have you ever done any other motorsport or has it been motorbikes so far? Uh, I've done rally. Yeah, so okay. I did the Welsh um, GB rally last year which right. was good fun. Uh, one of the rally drivers accidentally uh, bumped into the castle which was a... Uh, <laughs> A bit controversial for the uh, World know, which, Heritage which site. Which castle was it? The it was Church, Church Castle. Oh, wow. Okay, right, that was so, back there. Okay, well, yeah, that, that could have been awkward. Mm. Uh, managed to drive off, thankfully. Yes, so, well, exactly, yeah. literally hit and run. Yeah. Uh, yes. Fantastic. <laughs> That's not very often you get us promoting hits and runs. So, so I mean, the, and are there, what else can you, I mean, do you, th- have you, where do you want to go next with this? Uh, so I'm going to be applying for the pre-hospital emergency medicine program in the UK next year. And there is actually a defined program, and Gareth Davies talked about this this morning. This yeah. what this has a, this wasn't in existence when I was here. Tell no, so it. this is only a few years old, yeah. um, and it's an up-and-coming specialty. So there's not that many posts in the UK. London yeah. Hems have one post. Uh, I, ideally, I want it. Yeah. Um, or otherwise, what you've got uh, and Cornwall, East of England um, has a very good reputation. Edinburgh uh, has a very good program. Yeah, and there's um, a Highlands one as well, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. So it's it's there's a there's a few jobs and it's a niche market. Oh yeah, uh, and I imagine I, the competition's pretty high. I mean, it's, it's the competition is high, but it's within a niche specialty, so you can only apply from anaesthetics or ED, which is going to instantly limit your hmm. the sort of pool of people applying. And it's competitive in the fact that specialities like this attract tend to attract Taipei driven people. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, you're just competing with you regardless. Whatever you're doing, uh, you be competing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, okay. But I, I've set myself up to in the best possible position to get the job. Yeah. And well, like, you know, putting that time in early, I, it, that is, I mean, for me, that was one of the main reasons I wanted to talk to you because, it, you know, it's trying to find a fun way of furthering your career, doing something that you enjoy that, you know, most of the time isn't that hard. And when it is hard, you kind of enjoy it. Yeah. You know, it's pretty good. It's a really, really good combo. And you've got to yeah. get outside. I mean, I mean, I love my job. I'm very lucky. I love my job every day. Yeah. And I don't always want to get up in the morning and go to work, hmm. but once I'm there, there's so many redeeming qualities about <laughs> it. And being able to add to that dimension with a bit of critical care, a bit of pre-hospital care and some trauma really sort of highlights that for me. Brilliant. Look, Ruth, I think, you know, I wish you the best in all of your uh, your career, and I hope you get one of those um, posts that we're talking about. If not, I'm, I imagine, well, I think you probably will ultimately, but... I'll keep an eye out for you on the side of any major sporting event coming up out of the UK. Fantastic. And it's a pleasure speaking to you. Pleasure speaking to you too.